This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, December 7th. Brought to you by Watkins and Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Schumer plans to pass Build Back Better by year's end. Dole to Lyon State on Thursday. And local food purchase program kicks off. Schumer lays out a path for Build Back Better. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer has reiterated his goal of getting the Build Back Better bill through the chamber before the end of the year. In a Dear Colleague letter, Schumer says eight of the 12 Senate committees submitted their changes to the House-passed Build Back Better bill on Friday and Saturday. AgriPulse has reported the Senate Ag Committee's new text would add more than $2 billion in funding for conservation technical assistance to the legislation. Schumer, the New York Democrat, says the goal is to finalize all of the committee sections of the bill over the course of the week and next following meetings with Senate parliamentarian. He says he's confident that senators will have ample time to review the text and cost estimates. But the question remains when and whether two key Democrats, Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Kirsten Semina of Arizona, agree to support the bill. Dole to Lyon State. The late Senator Bob Dole will Lyon State in the Capitol Rotunda on Thursday. Dole exemplified the greatest generation, and while I never had the pleasure of serving in the Senate with him, his reputation and his achievements, and most of all his character, preceded him, said Charles Schumer. The Food Research and Action Center paid tribute to Dole with a statement praising his work on improving food assistance programs from his initial work on the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program to the founding of the McGovern Dole International School Feeding Programs. For more than 35 years, Senator Dole tirelessly worked across the aisle to champion anti-hunger programs in the U.S. and abroad, said FRAC President Luis Guardia. USTR to meet top U.K. trade official today. British Secretary of State for International Trade Anne-Marie Trevelyan will be in Washington today where she is scheduled to meet with U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai. In a statement released before the meeting, Trevelyan said, We've already made strong progress from getting British beef and lamb back on U.S. plates to lowering the cost of Scotch whiskey exports by addressing the long-running Airbus-Boeing issue. Now is the time to hit the ground running and get on with boosting ties with our closest ally. The U.S. and U.K. began negotiating a free trade agreement in the final year of the Trump administration, but those talks have not yet restarted under the Biden administration. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. 
funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. New program to buy locally grown foods now accepting applications. U.S. Department of Agriculture is accepting applications under a new program that will award up to $400 million to support locally grown foods. The Local Food Purchase Assistance Cooperative Agreement Program was authorized under the American Rescue Plan. The funding will be awarded through non-competitive cooperative agreements with state and tribal governments to support local, regional, and socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers through the purchase of domestic local foods. The Agriculture Marketing Service said local and regional farmers and ranchers are defined as those within the state or territory or 400 miles of the delivery destination. Also on Monday, USDA's Food and Nutrition Service announced the availability of up to $50 million provided by the American Rescue Plan for the Emergency Food Assistance Program, Reach and Resiliency Grants, to state agencies to expand program access in rural, tribal, and other currently underserved areas. Dry weather in southern Brazil threatens soybean crop. It's too dry in southern Brazil, threatening soybean fields in the states of Mato Grosso do Sul and Sapolo that, according to a new analysis, reached released by the consulting firm Agrao. Most of the states have been fully sown for this year's crop, and the plants are now very susceptible to unusually arid conditions. Rain totals for November in the southern states have been lower than normal, and dryness is expected to continue through the first half of December. About 94% of Brazil's soybean fields have been planted. Some farmers in the extreme southern states of Rio Grande do Sul and Santa Carina have not yet planted because of persistent dryness, according to Agral. Crops are looking good in the rest of the country, and harvest is expected to begin around Christmas in the largest soybean-producing state of Mato Grosso. NAS seeks information on producer involvement in ag for census. The USDA's National Agriculture Statistics Service is mailing survey this month to more than a million potential producers to determine whether they are involved in agricultural activity. The National Agricultural Classification Survey is one of the most important early steps to determine who should receive next year's Census of Agriculture questionnaire. Ag Census and Survey Division Director Barbara Rader said every response to NACS is vital. A farm is identified as USDA as any place from which a thousand or more of agricultural products are produced and sold or normally sold during the year. The definition of a farm is not based on size, type, or location. A farm can be an urban rooftop or a backyard greenhouse. It can be large pastures of cattle or fields of corn, as well as blooms, honey, vegetables, or eggs sold to neighbors, friends, and family. EPA and CORE kick off comment period on WOTUS proposal. 
The Environmental Protection Agency and Army Corps of Engineers have officially published their proposal to establish a foundational rule defining waters of the U.S. under the Clean Water Act. The proposal seeks a return to regulations in place before both the Obama administration's 2015 rule and the Trump administration's 2020 rule, both of which ran into trouble in the courts. The 60-day comment period will run through February 7th. The agency said they were taking the action in order to ensure necessary federal protections for the nation's waters. The familiar pre-2015 definition has bounded the Clean Water Act's protections for decades, has been codified multiple times, and has been implemented by every administration for the last 35 years, from that of Ronald Reagan through Donald Trump, they said in the proposal. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, December 7th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.